0: Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. So glad that you guys could visit with me again today. It's Corey and I here again in our living room. And what a beautiful blue sky day today on this Tuesday, May 11th. And uh, so glad that you're here ready to open the Bible with me. Um, we're continuing to talk about wisdom principles. I have uh, three more to do. And today, back to the idea of using your words well. Wisdom has so much to do, in the end, with saying the right things and encouraging others around you. The Proverbs are full of this. And one of the words that we see in the New Testament um, is the word edify, and it's the same idea here, uh, to encourage or to edify or to build up um, those around us with our words. The word edify in the New Testament uh, in the Greek is oikodome, oikodome. It's a compound word, and the first part of that compound is oiko, and it means house, and the second part of the compound is dome, and it means to build up. And so the idea there is to build up the house. And so when in the New Testament, and some older versions it says edify, it means to build up your house, or to build up the house of another person, to build up their life. And so we see this in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, this concept of building up or edifying. <clears throat> Ephesians 4 29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Okay? I alluded to this yesterday. I talked a little bit about this yesterday. Um, but, specifically, it says in this verse 29, building others up. And that's the word oikodome, or edify. In the New American Standard Version, you'll see the word edify. In the King James Version, you'll see the word edify. All the other versions have taken the more modern translation of building others up. Okay, And so that's the idea that I'm talking about today, that wise people know how to do that. They know how to... Uh, build others up and they see the importance of it and they're very careful they're very careful about what comes out of their mouths (laughs) let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and that my friends takes wisdom all right And uh, these may be encouraging words or kind words or affirming words. Okay, that's kind of on the uh, the positive or happy side. But they also may be hard words or exhortation words, um, words that are difficult to hear but must be spoken, right? And so um, it, it includes all of that, edification does. Imagine if you were a high school principal or a high school counselor, who oftentimes gets to work with um, kids who are not doing well, uh, troubled kids, right? So imagine being that person and trying to say just the right thing in that situation, right? Um, Are you going to take an authoritarian approach? Or are you going to take a more lenient approach? Well, those are the opposites. Those are the extremes, right? No, the wise person is going to balance that in the middle, Uh, with um, affirming, loving words, yes, but words with accountability, right? Words with exhortation, right? And the same is true in parenting. Those of you who've raised kids know what I'm talking about. It takes wisdom to know just the right thing to say, right? Because you don't just want to scream at them, but you don't just want to let them get away with everything either, right? You don't want to be too lenient. And so it's a balanced approach. It's a it's a wisdom approach right in the middle. And so uh, using your words is really a lot about what the Proverbs is about. In fact, there are dozens of Proverbs in the book of Proverbs about using your words well. And it takes wisdom in order to do that. So we're just going to walk through a bunch of Proverbs right now. And I'm going to show you how often this concept, this truth comes up. So we'll start with Proverbs 12:18. Proverbs 12.18 says, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. (laughs) I I love these Proverbs, okay? They're so beautiful in their words. The tongue of the wise brings healing. What you say is so important. You can affect change. You can affect hope. You can create um, success in the lives of someone else by what you say, right? We all want to be those people who know how to bless others, help others, encourage others with a word. We all want to be that person, but then we realize, don't we, that so often we're not those people because, or we don't uh, have the right words sometimes uh, because we haven't asked God for the wisdom. We haven't sought God for the wisdom to say just the right thing in every situation. We've just let our mouths run amok sometimes. Well, so we keep reading the Proverbs, asking God to give us this grace. Here's Proverbs 10.21. Proverbs 10.21 The lips of the righteous nourish many, but fools die for lack of judgment. The lips of the righteous nourish many. Many. I love that that word. Picture that my lips can nour- nourish um, those people around me can nourish many. That's a superb concept. That I that I can um, actually give something uh, wholesome and nourishing to someone else just by what I say. Just by what I say. I want to be someone who nourishes many. Some people in my life are like this. they nourish me. they give me um encouragement they give me words of of uh, kind words or words of encouragement they give me um a note maybe an uh, of encouragement or maybe gifts or something um, There are certain people in my life that I just know they just restore my soul they 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 bless me um, whenever I see them and it's and it's always a joy, right? And then, of course, there's other people that tear me down or uh, or discourage me, and and we think to ourselves, okay, I want to be that person who's an encouragement, who's who's a blessing uh, to those around me. And then, of course, there are some people who have have the skill of kind exhortation, and this is maybe maybe the pinnacle of edification godly edification, which is kind exhortation. The ability to say something to someone else that is a little bit confrontive um, and helps them understand a weakness that they have, and yet does it in a way that it's easy to receive. Okay? And this is, I think this is our prayer, right, that we could be able to do this, whether it's with our children or our spouse or an employee or whatever. Recently, actually two people have, um, I would say, exhorted me recently, with uh, very kindly, uh, with very important things to say. One of them said, uh, both of them related to my preaching. Uh, One of them said, you know, Marcus, um, sometimes when you preach, you say, well, this is a simple concept. This is easy to understand. And they said to me, you know what? It's not always simple to everybody, and it's not always easy to understand to everybody. So be careful when you use that phrase, this is simple, or this is easy to understand. And I thought about that, and I thought, you know, that's true. So I'm I'm working on not saying that. Here's another thing. A different person said to me, both of these, by the way, were on staff, staff people. And the other staff person said, you know, sometimes when you preach, you say, well, you know that verse. Like, maybe I'm referring to John 3.16, for instance, or Ephesians 2, eight and 9, which are very common verses. And sometimes I'll say, because I think, you know, it is a common verse, and there are a lot of people in the congregation who know it. And so they said to me, sometimes you say, well, you know that verse. But, they said, not everyone does know that verse. Even John 3.16. Not everyone does know that verse. So maybe, maybe... Um, just remember, not everyone knows the things you know that that you're familiar with, and I thought that was a great ex- exhortation. So I'm now I'm working on not saying that either, um, because I think I don't need to say it, right? And so uh, the point is, I received these two exhortations were wonderfully wonderfully given to me in such a kind way, and and that in itself is a great example of what I'm talking about here. And then we have. Proverbs 25:11. Maybe, um, maybe that's one you've heard before, and uh, I've heard it before, but not maybe always understood it. Proverbs 25:11 says, "A word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver." A word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Commentators kind of disagree about what "apples of gold in settings of silver" means some commentators say that um, it would be like a fruit, whether it's an apple or kind of an orange type fruit, but that is golden in color. And that fruit is set on a silver platter. That's one possible interpretation of that phrase. Another interpretation of that phrase is that it's actually a piece of jewelry. So the apple would be a, a, a piece of jewelry that's out of gold formed into the shape of an apple and then maybe hung on a silver necklace or displayed in some way with some other sil- silver settings of the jewelry so we're not sure exactly <coughs> excuse me what that phrase means it could mean what it probably means one or the other of those two things but the point of the verse is that it's beautiful and when you say a word aptly spoken it's beautiful right it's It's wonderful, Uh, it's it's perfect and precious. Uh, And so uh, we're working towards saying the right things in in every situation, not like foot in mouth syndrome (laughs) like uh, I've been known to do on way too many occasions, say the wrong thing to the wrong people at the wrong time. Perhaps perhaps some of you can uh, relate to that uh, and then you feel bad because you've said the wrong thing. Maybe you've hurt somebody or you've let your tongue get out of control. Um, way too many times for me, I've had to eat humble pie and go back and apologize, which is what we need to do if we've said the wrong thing. But when we say the right thing, the scriptures say, it's beautiful and it's precious. Well, here's another one, Proverbs sixteen twenty-three and 24. Proverbs 16:23 and 24. Again, there's so many of these in the book of Proverbs. A wise man's heart guides his mouth and his lips promote instruction. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. I love that phrase in verse 23. A wise man's heart guides his mouth. Guides his mouth. I want my mouth to be guided, right? I want there to be guides around my mouth. Uh, when I thought of that guides around my mouth, I thought of maybe you've gone bowling before with kids, and they put up the bumpers over the gutters. Have you ever seen that? Some places do that. You can you can go and they'll have uh, guides or what, what are called bumpers over the gutters, so that when you bo- when you bowl the, throw the bowling ball down uh, down the bowling alley, it can't go into the gutter because it's got these bumpers over the gutters, right? And uh, I was thinking about that, uh, about that image around my mouth, right? <laughs> Bowling bumpers around my mouth so that my words would not go into the gutter, <laughs> that it would be they would be guided, and 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 right and perfect. But what we need for that is wisdom. And w- and the place that we get that wisdom, as I've taught many times, is from God. So may wisdom be the bumper guards around our words. And then verse 24 there is so beautiful as well. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet in the soul and healing to the bones. Pleasant words are healing to the bones. Isn't that wonderful? Sometimes the words of Scripture are are just so descriptive and so beautiful. It just makes us want to do it, right? Just because the words are so beautiful, it makes me want to have pleasant words that are healing to the bones of the people around me. Again and again, the Proverbs talk about this concept. Here's another one. Proverbs 22, 17 and 18. Proverbs 22, 17 and 18. Pay attention and listen to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips. And have all of them ready on your lips. (laughs) The teachings of the wise. Well, it's scripture, really. Right, is the teaching of the wise. Uh, to have them on your lips is a wonderful place for them to be, ready to be used. Whether that's an encouraging word, an exhorting word, or perhaps even memorized scripture that are on your lips, ready to be used. I love that. Just ready, ready to go. The right things there on your tongue, ready to be said. Well, what we say truly does matter, my friends. And it matters today. And what you say today to your spouse or to your friends or to your children or your employer or employees, etc., what you say can make a difference and a wonderful difference and be a huge encouragement. And so let's pray that the Lord would give us this grace today to be wise in what we say and to say just the right thing to every person we meet. Dear Heavenly Father, I love this concept. I love this truth from your word, and it's so clear over and over and over again in the Proverbs. And so, Lord, we pray, I pray, for this grace to be mine today, Lord, and to be ours today, that we would find in you the wisdom that we need to say just the right thing to every person around us, and that we might edify them in the way that you would want us to build them up. God, we want to be used of you today. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I love all of you very much, and I look forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Uh, Have a great day in the Lord, and may Jesus bless everything that you do and say. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.